0: Hallelujah! Blessings to each and everyone listening in today. I hope everyone had a wonderful week. Let us confess with our mouth and believe in our hearts the meditation of the week from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion, and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. This week's message title is Grieve Not the Holy Spirit of God. And the message comes from Ephesians chapter 4 verse 30 to chapter 5 verse 10. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love, as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. But fornication and all uncleanness, or covetousness, let it not be once named among you, as become saints, neither filthiness, nor foolish talking Be not ye therefore partakers with them, for ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for your word today. May the Holy Spirit bless and anoint each and every listener of today's message, and may they receive wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. Also hearken unto the prayers of those who want to know you, believe you, and receive your spirit. For it is written, The entrance of thy words giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. May you bless and sanctify each and every listener abundantly, Lord. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name we pray, amen. When God, who was the Word in the beginning, became flesh in the name of Jesus, came to the Jews, not knowing who their Messiah was, the Jews constantly grieved Jesus. Before Jesus died, looking at the city of Jerusalem, he mourned. According to Luke chapter 13, verse 34, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, which killest the prophets and stonest them that are sent unto thee, how often would I have gathered thy children together, as a hen doth gather her brood under his, her wings, and ye would not. Furthermore, Jesus looked at the city and wept and said, in the following chapter, Luke 19, verses 42 and 40 through 44, If thou hast known, even thou, at least in this thy day, the things which belong unto thy peace, but now they are hid from thine eyes, for the days shall come upon thee, that thine enemies shall cast a trench about thee and compass thee round, and keep thee in on every side, and shall lay thee even with the ground, and thy children within thee, and they shall not leave in thee one stone upon another, because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. At that time the Jews were the chosen people of God. Their understanding was darkened, being alienated, alienated from the life of God through the ignorance within them because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feelings have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness, they were just like other nations of the Gentiles. As described in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 18 and 19. If we look at Hosea chapter 4 verse 6, we can also see God in his words left how he grieves his people lack knowledge. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. Apostle Paul spoke unto the Christians who were saved by believing in Jesus Christ and received the Holy Spirit, to be renewed in the spirit of their mind, and to put on the new man, which after God, is created in righteousness and true holiness. And he also encouraged them to put away lying, speak every man in truth with their neighbor, and urged them to keep away from sins and neither to give any space to the devil. He also spoke very important words to the saints who received the Holy Spirit. He admonished them not to grieve the Holy Spirit of God dwelling within them. The reason was that the Holy Spirit indwelling them is sealed unto the day of redemption of the body, because they are already sealed by the Holy Spirit of God. He testified that even though they grieve him through the sinful life, he is not to leave until the day when they put off the body, in the day of Christ, the day of rapture. The grace given to the members of the Church of God, sealed with the Holy Spirit, is an amazing grace that is incomparable to the grace given to Jews and Gentiles. This is because the Church of God has already become one body with Christ, engaged to him. For this reason, Apostle Paul pleaded with the saints who became children of God. In Ephesians chapter 5 verses 1 and 2, he said, Be ye therefore followers of God, as dear children, and walk in love, as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. He didn't say to imitate Christ, but to follow him. We have to understand what he means to follow Christ, not to imitate him. Satan is the one that deceives people by imitating Christ. However, the members of the Church of God, who have become children of God, and have now become one body with God, are not just imitating him, but have to be clothed with Christ, obeying his words to walk the walk led by the Holy Spirit. This is a command to deny ourselves and follow him no matter what kind of suffering comes by obeying the words of God. The word of Jesus said unto his disciples tells us what it is like to follow God. Many places. First up is Matthew 16 verse 24. If any man will come after me let him deny himself deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me and he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me It is recorded in numerous places also in Matthew 10:38 Mark chapter 8:34 also in Luke chapter 9 verse 23 Apostle Paul testified of the things that he faced on his way to follow the Lord by denying himself taking up his cross. He testified of the strong power of Christ within him when he was weak. 2 Corinthians 12 verse 10 Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake, for when I am weak, then am I strong. Apostle John recorded this a similar verse where Jesus must increase, and we, as disciples, children of God, need to put ourselves lower. In John chapter 3 verse 30, he said he must increase, he as in Jesus, but I must decrease. It's always got to be him first. Him being Jesus Christ, of course. When he wrote to the saints in Rome, this is Apostle Paul. He testified of following Christ. Romans chapter 8 verses 13 through 14. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Apostle Paul testified of the difficult things that had happened after he was born again of the Holy Spirit when he made a spiritual mistake. Romans chapter 7, verses 19 through 24, he said, For the good that I would I do not, but the evil which I would not that I do. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present, present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man, but I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? As Apostle Paul, we can reach the knowledge of the truth through the spiritual conflict that all believers face after being saved. Although through the blood of Jesus Christ we are forgiven all our sins in the mortal body that is the old man, the body of the Jew and the Gentile, or even the children of God are still in the body of sin. However, when the soul is saved through faith, Through the circumcision of Christ, the body of sin is put off spiritually. However, physically, we are still living in the body of sin. We are no longer living as the body of sin wants, as the body wants, but obeying the word of God through the indwelling Holy Spirit, fighting against the body of sin, and living a victorious life. Therefore, the children of God who are regenerated by the Holy Spirit shall physically put off their sinful bodies in the day of the rapture when Jesus Christ appears, and shall put on the holy, incorruptible, immortal bodies. Until that day, God's children must wear the full armor of God's word and live a life pleasing God, not grieving the Holy Spirit by obeying the words of God. Apostle Paul, who realized this truth, testified in Romans chapter 7, verse 25 through chapter 8, verse 2, I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh the law of sin. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit is of life, and Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Apostle Paul delivered a warning to the members of the church in Ephesus, who he had shared the knowledge of the gospel and also the truth of Christ. It's that when they do not walk according to the Spirit, but according to the flesh, and commit all kinds of sins they cannot receive any inheritance in the kingdom of God it is also a warning to all Christians who grieve the Holy Spirit living in the end times Ephesians chapter 5 verses 3 through 5 but fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness let it not be once named among you, as becometh saints, neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. For this ye know, that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Also, Apostle Paul also testified of the deceptions being done in the end times. In the next two verses, Ephesians chapter 5, verses 6 and 7, he said, Let no man deceive you with vain words. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. Before we close out today's message, I have a question for you. Have you been saved? Have you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Do you have sins? Where are you going if you die today? The soul has to go somewhere. Sure, the body rots. It goes in a box, it goes in a casket, or you can get cremated, but that's just the body. You are a living soul. If you are not saved, if you have not met Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, your spirit is disconnected from God. Your spirit is dead. This is why salvation through Jesus Christ is very important, especially in the end times. A sinner not knowing, not having Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, will die in his or her sins and go to hell according to the Bible. This isn't me speaking. I'm just a reader. I am just a voice giving testimony according to the word of God. I am just an instrument providing the voice to testify what is written in the Holy Bible. So let's start with Romans chapter 3, verses 23 and 24. It says, For all have sinned and come short of glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So picture this, there are two books in front of you, one has your name on it. Inside of your book is filled with 13 sins listed in Mark chapter 7. Inside the other book are clean pages, not a single spot. This book belongs to Jesus Christ. He switched the names of the two books, your book is now spotless. But Jesus Christ's book contains all of your sins. For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. But have no fear, because... The faithful and true Lord Jesus Christ loves you, and if you wholeheartedly repent for not believing in the gospel of Christ, by His grace, you will receive salvation of your soul. First, we must know what the gospel is, which is according to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that He was buried, And that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. And we are saved by grace. I'll say it again. It's not what we do that saves us. In Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 and 9. The Bible says for by grace are ye saved through faith. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And now that you've heard the gospel of Christ, you must confess and believe the gospel. According to Romans 10, verses 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. I'm not telling you to get religious. This salvation from Jesus is one-on-one personal relationship. It's between you and him. Hell is a real place. And Jesus definitely don't want you ending up there. Now the judgment is the same whether you deny his blood atonement or you try to make an excuse of saying I'm too busy to hear it. I don't need to hear it. I don't want to know it. I didn't know. Never heard the gospel of Christ? Well, you just heard it. In today's pandemic-crazed world, which is getting worse by day, Your only way to escape it is to have eternal life through the eternal seal through the Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ. Will you receive him today? You must invite the Lord Jesus Christ to enter your heart. We'll do the sinner's prayer together but this is your prayer. You can write it down. You can pause it. Or you can... Rewind it back and repeat after me. So here we go. Lord, I am a sinner. I know that I shall be judged and will be sent to hell because of my sins. However, I believe in Jesus Christ who was judged and died on the cross instead of me. Now I open my heart to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Please come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior forever. Please lead me in your way so that I may serve you. Thank you for cleansing of my sins by the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you for saving me from the destruction of hell. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for your time. If today was your first time ever hearing the gospel of Christ, God bless you. And please do share this message among your friends and family members who have not yet received Jesus Christ. God bless you and may the grace and truth of our Lord and Savior. Christ Jesus be with you all. Amen. This week's message and all other recordings in English and Korean can be found on our website at wgmi.org. More episodes can also be found on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and on TuneIn Radio app by typing WGM Church in the search field.